0: time has come for you to be the change you want them to be yeah no more running around filled with all hypocrisy yeah it starts from the inside it spreads wide and everything will be all oh. Mm. So somebody read us about our sound. So we bought some new mics. Hey. <laughs> I hope y'all can hear Z and Mia better. Yes. <laughs> no, I think so. Who
2: read us? But let's um uh-huh. hashtag Marsha's play.
0: What was the read? No. Re- it wasn't a read. It just was some um feedback to help mm-hmm. us. And I'm okay. so glad he did because I thought it was perfectly fine. Other people have said that the sound was kind of different on different episodes and I thought I had got it together, but apparently I had not. So yeah. it sounded better to me.
3: Yeah, me too. <laughs> it sounds good to me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, all right. Anyway, so recently I, um, oh, well, yeah, thank you to the feedback. We like to get feedback because we like yes. to grow. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> anyway, thanks. Yeah. Um, anyway, recently I saw a video on Variety. They had put, uh, they got together um, multiple trans actors mm-hmm. and they did a round table, first of its kind, with trans actors. And that was really, really amazing. So it's like really, really long, <laughs> but it, it featured um, Jen Richards, a black trans man named Brian Michael, um, Alexandria Billings. Chaz Bono, Laverne Cox, Trace Lissette. I love Trace. She was on Pose. I've been loving her forever. So they had some amazing conversations, mm-hmm. but I kind of thought it was interesting, a point that I thought was interesting. Um, I wanted to kind of talk about when everybody on the panel was discussing like the oppression and discrimination and the doors and opportunities and lack of opportunities. Mm -hmm. They were kind of discussing the Scarlett Johansson thing in regards to dropping out of the role and, you know, reason-wise and just having a really in-depth conversation about um, being trans in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And Chaz Bono being um, if you don't know who Chaz Bono is, Chaz Bono is the son, the trans son of Cher and Sonny Bono. Mm-hmm. Um so no I'm not gonna say that. Um <laughs> <laughs> so when Chad started to talk he was really getting on my nerves. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not naive. I know that he is a white man that grew up in the limelight and the shadow of his mother. But it's just certain things I am expecting from a trans man. It's just annoying. When they were all talking about these discrimination things, Chaz come out of his mouth and say, Oh, when I go into work and I'm navigating Hollywood... I don't think about those things. I just don't think about it. I just go, and I'm just the man that I am, and da 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 da
1: so it, Was it like in a bragging tone? Or no, was it, kinda... it wasn't
0: bragging. It was in a fucking white, privileged-ass motherfucker tone. Oh.
2: <laughs> like, my mother is Cher. My mother is Cher. I don't have Cher. to go through that, darling.
0: I don't have to go through them. And he brought up, I have to... And he did say, "I have to, um, I have to overcome nepotism and da 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 da." But nepotism is a really,
2: really, really, really
0: <laughs> big ass fucking privilege that you have to go through, and that's why you have the luxury to not have to worry about trans discrimination in the same way other people have who do not come from share money. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are certain opportunities that you. Have been afforded because you're Cher's child, basically, and so you don't have to worry about um, certain things that we might have. If I want to be an actress, it's certain things that I you don't have to worry about at all. You have mm. you have the keys to certain kingdoms that I do not. That's true. Mm. For being white, for being Cher's child, um, also being even, a trans man in itself, and being yeah, a man. That's um and
2: being white.
0: Fair <laughs> again, <skin>. white again. <laughs> Because I mean, Um, what
2: is Cher? I'm sorry, she Hispanic. I'm confused. She's white.
0: white. I think she's white, but I think she got something else in her. I don't know. Anyway, don't matter. They're white. They're culturally white. White, 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 and white. So, (laughs) so in my mind, I'm like, you. There's certain things that you you just really are oblivious to because you are the person that you are, and Mm -hmm. your whiteness and celebrity of your mom.
2: Get you through. Get
0: you through, even despite your transness. Mm-hmm. There are just certain things because of who you are. Your transness does not affect.
2: Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> it's, okay, what I want to uh, what I want to offend shares son or what i want to offend this random trans person which one am i gonna be no right. i don't want to offend him because if i offend him then i might not be able to work with share Cher. and share legendary that kind of iconic. all that
0: you're gonna get treated a different way
2: simply because
0: your mom is share yes <laughs> you're gonna get doors open for you because your mom can make calls and not saying mm-hmm. that there's certain opportunities he doesn't get on his own True. but Just there are perks of your mom being shared. I'm sorry, it just
1: is. Maybe they should have chose a more diverse group for trans. Didn't they have one black trans man though? Yeah, but
0: it was really diverse. I don't want to say it wasn't diverse. It was. Okay, gotcha. Um, two white trans women, Mm -hmm. two urban trans women. Because um, okay. Trace is white, but she's she's from the hood. She's (laughs) urban white. (laughs) So um. And then you got, um, Laverne, then you got a black trans man, and then you got the movie celebrities, and then you got the Broadway girl, um, and I think she was Hispanic, um, so it was a wide range oh, okay. of people in regards to that. But I just thought it was really, really interesting that he was the only one that was like, oh, I don't come into this situation thinking about that. I just, uh, <laughs> you know, I just go I just and do, do my best and do me. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, okay, sweetie. Gotcha. I just thought it was weird that he would... I always think it's weird when...
1: They reality be
0: they reality though. Yeah. Like and you don't realize like you totally don't realize that that coming out of your mouth. People people's response is gonna be, uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about it because you're privileged. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and maybe yeah, you, you, you do right. and you just still decide to say it. Like yeah. white people say some of the craziest shit that I'm like, you don't get that this is stupid. Like I remember recently we were talking about um I was watching an interview and this black guy was in I don't know what show I am not uh I don't follow this bullshit, but so I don't know who showed it. this. It's some kind of news show. And the black guy was talking to him, talking to white man, And he was like, well, do you have a problem with Donald Trump saying nigga? Like if he did, if she, if Omarosa has these tapes, first of all, Omarosa is wearing it out. Wearing no. it the fuck out. <laughs> I think up. she's wearing it the fuck out. Um, selling individual tapes to different people making her coins and selling her book the way she is on this high level expert level of finessing the government and the media and this is my idol <laughs> and I, you know it's nothing even if we on the opposite side of our politics I feel like she um, the way she's handling this situation is kind of beautifully finessing it mm-hmm. and I love it but he asked the white man, if you found out that she had tapes of your president saying nigger, um, nicker, <laughs> with an ER today, um, would you be offended by it? And the white man said, Oh, on a personal level, I wouldn't want him to say it. I wouldn't I would I would be offended by it. But as the president of the United States, I wouldn't be offended
2: what (laughs) how does first of all how does that make because that makes it even worse like on a personal level level level, a personal level i would be like okay i would pay it but on a Like no, altogether it should be horrible. it should be horrible altogether. (laughs) I I was trying to make it better, but I can't make it I can't make sense of that. That doesn't make sense. It's like, oh okay, you can yeah, if you cuss and if we're cussing, we're calling all types of bitches and stuff and you know, our children are here at home, you know, don't worry about it. But if we're in public, don't be cussing around the children. That's not okay. It's not a not a good (laughs) comparison.
0: (laughs) It's a good comparison in regards that it it should it shouldn't matter that you are cussing. Right. (laughs) It should matter that the president of the United States, the leader of the free world, is saying nigger. Right. (laughs) It should matter. Mm -hmm. Like that's not cool. It should not be in that space. That's a love. That's a space of dignity. That's a space of power. That's a space where your what you say matters to people.
2: Yeah, because that's a very that's like the 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 biggest platform. Biggest platform you could ever be on. So
0: I so it confuses me when I hear white people just say stuff and they really are oblivious that this does not fucking make sense, motherfucker. (laughs) Like, this is kind of crazy. Like, why are you motherfuckers delusional like this? I don't get it.
1: Yeah, maybe if he would have mentioned, yeah, I don't really think of that because of my privilege, it would be a different type of coming on to it. Yeah, like, if you say that,
0: like, because of my privilege, I don't really, but they don't want to fucking admit their privilege. They don't want to admit it. They don't want to admit that, hey, I come in this world with a little bit of – with some stepping stones already under my feet. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) I already have these. So, no, I don't have to worry about this. I don't have to worry about this. And so they – and I don't know. It just was annoying as fuck. And I feel (laughs) like – I feel like white people – need to get it together i can't even, i feel i just
1: i, don't. <laughs> I wonder when we I don't know. are going to be able to stop saying that well, I, mean, I probably <laughs> never probably One never. Of those
2: classes call <laughs> like that like companies have when they're learning about different cultures and stuff, diversity
0: training. I actually provide those. So if you want me to come to your company <laughs> and teach you white people how to get y'all shit together, I actually do that. Not which drinking chocolate milk. Yes, yes. and I, I promise so. you, I will not bring any diversity. kind of milk.
2: That's all I bring. Diversity, chocolate milk, strawberry milk. What do you want? <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you if you didn't get to the reference, we were on um single simulcast. I'm surprised Z remembered it because that yeah.
1: was I was. I was high as
0: <laughs> We were on single simulcast and we were talking about the um was it the governor? Uh, we were talking uh, about no, no. black
2: Somebody, man that was finessing. Jeffrey, what's his name? Jeffrey. Yeah, or something. Jeffrey. Tyrone. <laughs> Tyrone, that's
0: who it was. About um the governor was using chocolate milk and mixing <laughs> the chocolate in the milk as and and claiming that we don't have no problem with diversity. All kinds of bullshit. Some little news thing that happened with the um with the governor and it was about this dude. I guess the black dude had he had went to our diversity class Tyrone. and they used Tyrone. Mm-hmm. His name was Tyrone something. And he had used the chocolate milk. Just Google it. The mm-hmm. governor and chocolate milk. Um and that's what we were talking about. But I promise you, in my diversity class, you were not gonna get any chocolate milk. You're gonna learn something. <laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's going to be an intersectional diversity (laughs) class for you and your people. (laughs) Well worth the coin. So, check that out. (laughs) Oh, my God. I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts, I donate to other organizations, I have my finger on the pulse of the community, and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here, so you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community, because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. <laughs> so thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> so I want to know,
1: have any of y'all, have one of y'all ever been to prison before?
2: I don't like I don't like answering questions (laughs) like that because I feel like I got to knock. Don't it
1: just make you anxious thinking about it?
2: Like, I don't want to say no. And then tomorrow. Well, there you go. You said you never (laughs) been.
0: (laughs) No, I have never been to prison before. I did get locked up one time when I got in a fight at a club, but I've never been um, to prison. This was just a city jail. Okay, how
1: did, they treat you? how did they treat you in there? Have you been to jail, Mia? Have
2: no, been? I haven't. And I, I really pray that I never go. Do
0: y'all want me to tell a story or
2: what? I yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll try to make it quick. So I was at this club and my home, my gay mom was in there and my gay mom had got into it with this chick at the bar, mm-hmm. this lesbian at the bar. Mm-hmm. And um, my gay mom is little and y'all know I'm a big girl. How tall
2: mm-hmm.
0: is she? Um, she's like 5'6". Okay. No, not 5'6". I don't know. She's between 5'6" and 5'8", five, 5'7" five, something. She's not she's not tall.
2: Okay. Um, she's shorter than me.
0: Around your height or yeah, around your height. How tall are you? I'm 5'8". Yeah. So yeah, maybe around your height. Hmm. So anyway, so we're in the club and they get into it and they're about to fight my gay mom and the girl. Mm. So, I'm all about de-escalating a situation, mm-hmm. but I'm also the bitch that will pop it too. So, <laughs> I'm I'm always on the fence between a pop and a de-escalation. <laughs> it's never I'm never in between or letting somebody else do it. I'm always either going to de-escalate or pop. So, I'm that girl. So, I'm sitting there. I was like, "Oh, girl, come on, don't worry about it." So I'm in just at this point. I'm in de- de-escalation. <laughs> I was like, "Girl, come on!" And so she's trying to give me her post her purse to hold while she pops. Look, listen, your mother is not a purse holder. <laughs> I don't hold purses in the middle of a twirl. When we are in twirl mode. Your purse is going to go down and my hands are going to be thrown. <laughs> okay. I don't hold purses and, and watch you fight. What? That's not me. No. And so I tell her, don't worry about it. And she keeps trying to hold, hold hand me her purse. I'm yeah. like, no. And I keep not grabbing it. <laughs> and she was like, hold this. No, <laughs> I'm not holding your purse. And so the girl that she's arguing with tall look she ain't tall tall she's like 5'10 but you know how
2: for you you b- bitch that's neck to neck right yeah sis that's
1: women. right that's, with me cis women that's tall for cis yeah. women oh, yeah. that's tall
0: so she's this big stuff bro that thinks she's tough and i'm like girl get out of my face like i'm just telling her like get out of my face girl i'm not even listening to you like i don't really care what you got to say <laughs> like you're trying to explain something but she's explaining in this really aggressive attitude way. Mm -hmm. So apparently what happened was my gay mom was standing waiting for her drinks and the girl just cut her. I cut her. That burns my pussy drink. And so the bartender says, well, she was next talking about my gay mom. She Mm -hmm. was next. And the girl keep is talking shit. Like you could have let me go in front of you. And, um, um, you waited this long. You could have waited for another person and, and all that kind of extra shit. So, So she gets to talking crazy and she gets to telling me how she ain't scared of nobody and she's been trained as a boxer and she'll knock a bitch out and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So I told you I go from de-escalation to pop really quick. Once you try to
2: once, once it sounds like you're about to threaten me girl Oh,
0: and I was like sweetheart I don't really care I'm here to de- I'm trying to get her away from you so y'all don't have to fight da 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 and once she gave me that line about being a professional boxer
2: and make I, you feel like I
0: felt okay. like that was a call to the mat <laughs> so
2: not a call to the mat I
0: felt like that that was like you know and so I said okay Boom. i pop her. <laughs> Show me these boxer hands, please. <laughs> because I, ne- I never fought somebody that was trained as a boxer. So I want to see these boxer hands. I like to learn within the experience. So let's see. So I take my fist and I bop her. She falls back and try to get up to fight me. So she got this ponytail. So of course, I grab that. And I dig my fingers in like you know how, like, you trying to massage somebody's head, you dig into their scalp oh, like that, my mm. whole palms. You got but you I'm, a good grip. I, I want the whole hair, and I want it to be tangled <laughs> in my scalp. fingers. So I tangle it in my fingers so it can't get out, and I just grab it and just hurl her and just start binging her. Boom, 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 mm. bash, bash,
2: bash, bash, bash. Oh, it sounds so bad. So
0: it is so bad. <laughs> so bad that the security is grabbing me and macing me. Oh, my
2: <laughs> God. And what are you doing, steadily bashing? But
0: I don't need to see you to know where your head is to punch. Because guess what? My hand has all of your hair, and I know where your head is. So I'm just punching it wherever my hand lands. Next
1: You must have really been fucking her face off.
0: Yeah, I was oh. wearing her out. Uppercutting her and just wearing her out. Oh. So, <laughs> upper and then I'm mace, so I can't really see. And my adrenaline is just up, so I'm just beasting. Boom, 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 boom.
2: I bet the so, maze pissed you
0: off, too. It pissed me off, <laughs> and I can't feel it. I can't see, but I'm not feeling anything mm-hmm. because I'm in fight mode. Right. So my, I feel people grabbing me, like security grabbing me, but they can't get me untangled from her because my hand is so entangled in her hair. Oh. So she's so my all I hear was I feel people holding me. And then I hear somebody say, I hear this, boom, boom, boom. And I'm just hearing somebody get hit, but it's not me. And it's not me hitting the girl. I'm hitting her, but I can tell when my hits connect. Somebody's hits is connect. And I hear somebody say, get off of her. Boom, get off of her. Boom. Get off of her. And I don't know what was happening, but hands was getting the fuck up off of me. <laughs> my gay mama done took off her shoe and she got her heel bashing cops.
3: Ooh. Boom. Oh,
0: get I off know. of her. Boom. Get off of her. Boom. Wearing her mouth. <laughs> they let my ass go. So I'm like, ooh. I still can't. Okay. Way out, way out. Boom. Wearing no. her out. Wearing her out. Wearing her out. My cousin grabs me <laughs> And no 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 I, I panic. So now I'm in I'm I go I was in fight mode, my adrenaline's high, but then I hear all kinds of shit going on and I can't see, so I get into a panic mode. So I get my fingers out of her hair.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: My cousin grabs me and he tries to take me out of the back door of the club. <laughs> he grabs me. He was like, hey yo, this cliff. Come on, follow me. And he grabs my hand and walks me out of the back. So all I hear is us running to his car. And so,
2: but how are you running the you can't, I can't
0: Because he's leading me. He has my hand oh, and I'm following a, him.
2: That's a journey. That's
0: So we find, we get close to the car. I get in the car. So we get to the motherfucking car. Mm-hmm. I get in the car and all I hear is some white bitch say no! Don't let him take her! That's the one! What? That's the one! That's the one! Oh, man. <laughs> it's always that one white bitch. That now that that'll get you twirled. And so... But I can't see. Remember, I'm May, so I can't see. (laughs) So, my cousin Cliff is not... uh, He not... If you get any kind of involved with the law, baby, he ain't gonna... He ain't gonna try to do nothing. He's like, oh shit, come on, get her. (laughs) (laughs) Uh -uh. So, they come over to the car and grab me and um, handcuff one of my arms but I'm kind of pulling away from him um, but I can't really get anywhere because I can't see. So, the cops put the handcuffs on me and...
2: Did they throw you on the ground?
0: No, they didn't throw me on the ground.
2: I mm. oh, that's like my biggest fear. When you're like, you know how they be like just throwing your shit and your face be all mushed and shit and on the ground. Yeah, no, and- they didn't
0: throw me on the ground, but I'm spitting on the cop car that they have me on <laughs> because I'm, you know, the mucus and shit from the mace mm. is. Wearing it's my messing. eyes out and making everything water—the eyes water, the nose water—so mm-hmm. I'm spitting it on the car. Why this nigga pull my wig off my head oh. and wipe the snot and the oh. spit with my wig and put it back on my head? Oh.
2: head. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wore me out,
0: but they got my gay mama locked up. They got her and she tells me she's telling me what's going on. They got her handcuffed too. So, so they she's put us you What, what the they just are doing. did? Yes. Mm-hmm. So we get in the paddy wagon and we in the paddy wagon <laughs> of course they put us in the paddy wagon with the boys yeah so because they're gonna put you with the boys if they know you're trans and we was at a gay mm-hmm. club and of course everybody told and so we get in the car and it's hot as fuck really? so this is a big ass truck with holes in it it's hot i'm mace i barely can breathe I, it's dark in there. All you see is these holes. It's a metal-ass cage. Oh, what the fuck? And all you see are these holes. It's in the back of a truck, and it's hot as fuck. That's all I remember. Think about no air being back there. Mm-hmm. It's just super and hot. And then you I just got done twirling. Breathe. Just got done twirling. Now, I did, there was some time between the, oh, okay. um, between the twirl and getting in the paddy wagon gotcha um but we had to go pick up other people so you don't just go back to the jail yeah. if there's other people that need to be arrested they go pick them up too oh so wow so you just sit so in, in the back in the back in this hot ass paddy wagon. i would be so talking shit in the, the whole
2: way to the to the place.
0: <laughs> and the, no, no 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 no, because i'm not with her they have her in another part mm-hmm. But why i don't know i don't okay. know why because so, they was tag teaming Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so luckily i don't know what happened what the lord did in the time (laughs) but once i got to the jail i my eyes started working like it cleared (laughs) up like for some reason my eyes started working so like it just no the mace stopped whatever the effect the mace had it stopped Mm -hmm. so we come into the jailhouse now where we come into um is, is is it's like the not you it's not unisex it's just the intake it's where you get intake so everybody all genders are in this section mm-hmm. they split you up once you go through you either gonna go through this door with the boys or go this door with the girls mm-hmm. but the people who are already been split up can see inside the intake wall but they can't hear mm-hmm. because it's just a glass window that's separating them through the door so they see us but they don't hear us so they don't know what's going on so we come in the we come in to the um we come in and
2: how I, old were you, Diamond? Oh gosh, this was um
0: I was twenty-four. Mm. Twenty-three or twenty-four? Twenty-three. No, twenty-two. Oh,
2: 22,
0: oh yeah. damn. Twenty-two. So so I come in here. So y'all know I got my body done and da da. da, da, da. Mm. Usually the girls that come in, they don't have body done. So they get in when we when we come in, me and my gay mom, they like get behind that curtain and take all that shit off. Like take Like all, you can
2: take off pads. Like and, you
0: like you need to and, take off pads and titties and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. We're like, what are you talking about? All them pads and stuff. Take that shit off.
2: The officers, the are, the telling officers you are saying this.
0: The officers are saying this. Wow. We like what? And we get butt naked. And
2: that's what the fuck I would have done. I took like, what motherfucking <laughs> pads,
0: bitch? Exactly. We like, Boom. what pads, bitch? This is all of us. Body. We take our clothes off. Bitch. Boom. Tits <laughs> out. Ass out. Everything out. out. <laughs> <laughs> Big. Unbothered. <laughs> Unbothered. No, our piece was now because we got it Yeah. Oh, okay. We, got, we went, oh, this is 4th of July. Uh. So, wait, 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 wait. We went to the straight club first. So, Anytime you go to a straight club, you gotta. I, you gotta be the do. girl. And we tape and make sure nothing oh, is falling okay. out. Nothing can be felt. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> we only went to the gay club because the gay cl- the straight club, the people we came to see, it was like uh it was like a little concert that was supposed to be happening, mm. um, um, and they didn't show up. And so it was kind of whack. It was like what, blah blah blah. blah. People sh- people were there, but we came to see the the artists. I can't remember right. what artist. It was a local artist. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we took all our clothes off, and the girl in the behind the the officer behind the um, the glass said, "No, put your clothes back on. Put your clothes back on." But the the trade that the men that are behind the glass see us get naked, and
2: so I, they yeah, like. I mean damn
0: put them down. they're like damn baby girl blah, 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 blah. the niggas is like reacting yeah, to it in a positive way because we, we from the look of it we just look like chicks to them mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying so they like oh shit oh, damn da, da, da. so they reacting but they can't hear the conversation of the cops you feel mm-hmm. what i'm saying they don't if they could hear they would know we trans mm-hmm. but they can't hear they can only see through the glass
1: Gotcha.
0: So they let us put our clothes back on. But the moment of truth is when when you they send you through which door? Because <laughs> if you're a woman or a female, they're sending you through the female door. But when you go through the male door, the males know that you are the, <laughs> the trans girl. <laughs> So when we go through the door, the niggas is like, oh shit, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> so they put us in cells by ourselves. And this old man keep coming to we in this we in these glass cells by me and her just by ourselves. And they're kind of whispering through the door, talking to us. This old man is coming up to the door saying, I'm going to get y'all out. Y'all too pretty to be in here. (laughs) (laughs) And he's one of them old geezers type of men so he don't give a fuck about Somebody thinking mm-hmm. what he like. He don't he care. <laughs> <his life laughs> he is. to live his life. So he like, I'm going to get y'all out of here. Y'all ain't supposed to be on this boy's side. Y'all women. And he's pushing the door like Aww. he trying to break it open. It's so funny. And all the niggas is laughing. So we laughing. And so, um, oh, so I, you know, we young. So we doing Mardi Gras shit. Like niggas is paying attention. So we pulling our titties yes. out. Y'all wasn't <laughs> scared. <laughs> At we're all? in a cage. Not a cage, but we're in a cell by ourselves. What well, we got to be saying? Oh, okay, okay. It's okay. just me and her in the cage. So then, I'm not in the cage. I keep saying cage. Well, it literally is a yeah, fucking cage. cage. <laughs> but it's a cell that got glass, so they can just see us. It's like three oh, walls okay. and a glass wall. So they can see us. So... Some of the niggas is like, oh, pull your titties out. Da-da-da-da-da. They're like, it's a it's a mixed bag of their reactions. So some of the niggas is like, damn, they fine, though. Da-da-da-da-da. But them ain't women, yo. Them ain't women. Them is niggas. Them is niggas. <laughs> and then the old man is like, yeah, right. Them ain't no niggas. They fine to me. I fuck you. T- Bin their ass over your no to you. Can't tell the difference. <laughs> he giving all of that. He giving all of that. So I pull my titty out. And... The dude walk the young dude walk up to the cell and was like nah baby girl don't um don't pull your titties out like that don't be disrespecting yourself <laughs> and then the old man said baby girl please disrespect yourself <laughs> <laughs> and we crack it up so the police come over to the little intercom the cops come over to the intercom and say if you show your breasts one more time I'm gonna put y'all both in straight jackets and in a padded cell. stop uh... showing you and charge you with in public indecency, whatever that kind of, whatever that shit is. <laughs> so my, my gay mom was like, bitch, if you show your titties one more time, bitch, <laughs> I'm twirling you too. <laughs> I was like, mm. <laughs> so I don't show my titties no more. Because <laughs> I don't want to be in a straitjacket. Right. So um, we sit there and blah, 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 blah. So anyway, they call her out. So what happens is you wait till you get a court thingy. Mm-hmm. So she goes before me. And so because we're in the same incident, we are being, our trial, quote unquote, is to at the same time, like together, Mm -hmm. um, we're defendants on the same case. Mm -hmm. And so she goes before me and because her name comes before mine. Um, so she says, um, so she goes in there and because she is a bougie girl, she gets into it with the fucking judge. Before I could even speak to the judge, oh. she get into it just because he says that he was gonna put her on pro a uh, uh, ankle bracelet instead of locking her up, he was gonna put her on an ankle bracelet. But she was like a bus driver or something. She was like, I can't be in no fucking a- at work in no fucking ankle bracelet. Mm-hmm. And he like, well, bitch, you should have been fighting, bitch. What do you mean? <laughs> and so she she was talking all kinds of shit, saying, Oh no, what do you mean? I'm not doing <laughs> to the judge. <laughs>
1: wow. And
0: he was. Like, oh well, take her, lock her ass up. Since she wanted to get smart. Boom. When it was my turn to come to in front of him, I'm coming humble and shit. (laughs) But he was like, oh, this is the other one. Uh Uh-uh. Take him to jail. (laughs) So I don't even get to talk to the motherfucker. (laughs) I don't even get to be nice. I don't even get to be classy. I don't need I don't get to cold switch on the motherfucker. I don't get to do nothing. He just sends me right up up to the lockup. So when you get Kind of, and This didn't went long, but I want you to, I'm I'm <laughs> sharing my experience with you. Mm-hmm. And we so, love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you get up to the lockup, you have to take a shower and get sprayed with this fucking bug spray. Mm. And get they throw this fucking dust on you. Some kind of... Like, all know. over
2: your body? Like, where on, all did they put on, it? On
0: your pubic, where you have hair.
2: Oh! What does so, it smell like? So, first of
0: all... Wait, wait, wait. First of all, you have to take a shower that it doesn't have any curtains. So all the shit that you have. So we got to take our tape off. And so you're butt naked. Now the piece oh. is out. So
2: how was that process? Cause that's something that I'm always worried about. Like-
0: horribly humiliating. Cause,
2: but now mind
0: you, I don't been in front of, I was a fucking escort for years. Yeah. So I don't been in front of strangers naked. So that's, but it's a difference between being in front of a stranger. When you're getting paid in the privacy of your own home, then you are in front of two cops. And other inmates who being intaked. And y'all have to be naked. Also, they make you line up before you walk into the door of this particular section of the jail. Y'all are handcuffed together. And so, your booty is on this nigga's dick. And your dick is on this nigga's booty. And y'all have to be close together. Why? I don't know. This is just how they have us lined up. and, And they're telling us to scoot in so you can't
1: some people probably like, ooh. I don't know I d I wouldn't think about I don't <laughs> think anybody was thinking, ooh. I think
0: we were thinking like, oh my God, this is humiliating. <laughs> I think we all were thinking this. And so we come we have to walk into the place like this. All of our arms and wrists are locked up by these little chains. And then we're naked? Yes, we're naked. When we come into this portion, we are naked. Because we have to take our clothes off in the previous room and then we come back. Then once we go through the door, we all are naked and we have to go take a shower one by one. Then we got to come back and talk to the two dudes. So the two dudes are have they have clipboards and they're asking you these questions on the clipboard like um, medical questions. Like, do you need any medication? Whatever it is. What are you allergic
2: to? What are you
0: allergic to? Shit like that. All that kind of stuff. But me, because I'm the only fucking trans woman, they're not asking me the questions that they asking the other niggas. They asking me fucking creepy trolly ass fucking inappropriate training questions. Like, like, how did you get your titties like that? How did you get your body like that? Why you ain't got the sex change yet? All kind of shit like that. And these officers and you like, wow. what am I supposed to? And any other time I'd be like, motherfucker, why the fuck you? That's my business. But we are in a jail <laughs> yeah. and these are the authorities. I don't want to really get in trouble. So I don't know if I can not answer these questions or you like, yeah, yeah. like, I don't know. Like I, it, And this is my first time being in this situation. But I'm butt naked in front of two strangers and they're just picking my body apart.
1: Yeah, and you not don't, saying
0: anything negative, but they're just on some.
1: Yeah, you don't want to say you're not supposed to ask that because they could potentially wear you out. I don't know, like yeah, yeah I, don't. I don't
0: know where it would, but they're, I'm standing in front of two strangers, butt naked, and they're asking me inappropriate training questions, <laughs> <laughs> right. and I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I went to Mexico. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't, I can't afford the sex change. Because at the time, I think I did want a sex change. Uh-huh, yeah, okay. 22. Yeah, so I did want one. I was like, oh, I can't afford it yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no.
1: Yeah, just
0: straight
2: to the I can see Diamond just being very yeah. blank and bored <laughs> but, but,
0: just over it. And oh, I was so over it. I had never been so humiliated. Like, I cannot, mm-hmm. I just can't explain the feeling. It feels hot. Yeah. It feels. I don't know, like overly exposed and you would think that you wouldn't coming from an escort background. But because this is not about no fucking money and these people that I probably will see on the street
2: some other time
0: mm-hmm. and they
2: could do that, too. But diamond, that what I always think of, I'm like, OK, I know you got to be naked with all these niggas, but like you can't cover your titties and you like, your no,
0: because they got to spray you with this shit. So when you come out of the shower, they take this bottle of shit. And spray your armpits. They spray your booty hole. They tell you bend over. Ah. They spray up and down your crack and your gooch. Oh, that just sounds like a yeast infection to me. And then they turn you around, (laughs) and then they spray your dick and your balls. And then they throw this fucking dust that look like borac acid. (laughs) Mm. This fucking dust on you. And... It's, I guess it's to kill like any kind of like crabs or something. I don't know, whatever. I don't know. But they put that on you and then they give you the orange jumpsuit. They give you this jumpsuit. And so they tell you what size, you ask you what size you are. Of course, I'm on something that's tight to show my shape. <laughs> so I asked them, cause honey, baby, I know what a orange jumpsuit give when my body is in it, girl. <laughs> so I put, I, I asked for the size that I wanted and I get the size. So now you're still in the same line of these niggas, but you're coming up to the where the people are, like the the other jailbirds.
2: How was your hair?
0: <laughs> so remember, they pulled my wig off, mm-hmm. so I have a slick back. You know, <laughs> my hair was long, but it was a slick back ponytail because oh, it, okay. uh, it was in a wig uh, under there. So just a slick back, and so we're like, okay, I'm still looking cute. I don't I don't feel ugly, like yeah. I don't feel late. And so when the <laughs> niggas see me coming, they the officers say stay on this side of the walkway because if you close to the cell, they will grab you. Mm. So I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they will grab me. And so as I'm walking down the hallway and they see me, people are trying to grab me out of their cells. What? And I'm like, what? And, um, and then so they're saying shit like, Ah, uh, why y'all bringing these faggots to our dorm? You hear somebody saying that, then you hear them like, "Damn, she fine though." No. They're saying all <laughs> kinds of <laughs> shit. Uh-huh. Um, they're saying um, mm, like uh, just weird shit. Like some of them is being negative. Someone's calling me fag. Some of them is calling me hee she. Some of them is calling me beautiful. Some of them is calling <laughs> me. It's just all range of disrespect or, or positive compliment backhanded compliment. (laughs) It's all kinds of stuff being yelled my way. And people are trying to spit on me. What? (laughs) So uh, a part of uh, people, a part of the situation of them grabbing you, if they can reach you close enough to grab you, of course they can close enough to spit on you. So I see, that I didn't feel anything hit me, but I see stuff flying mm-hmm. that wow. look like loogies and spit and shit oh. so we go around to the we go around to another corner and then we get in they drop us off in this cell. so remember my gay mom had already been in a cell.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: so when they see us when they when they walk me past the cell that she's in they bring us both to they get her and bring us both to this one cell with these other dudes Oh well. Really? So and it's a bu- it's a room full of a bunch of bunk beds, and they all on it. But these dudes have been here, so these dudes is kind of like they own some weirdo shit. Like nobody is saying nothing to us. Nobody is um. You can tell they're uncomfortable with us being there. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're not saying anything, but you can tell they're uncomfortable. And there, some of them are saying little slick ass shit, but. We like...
2: If you I, try it, bitch, it's two we, of us.
0: We twirling. It don't matter. So we sitting on our bunk beds, and so the niggas get to talking about shit, and then one dude asked me, didn't you go to Arlington? And I'm like, yeah. He was like, ain't your name? And he says, my old name. And I was like, uh, my name is Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I seen you on the news. You sued Arlington to go to the pound, didn't you? I was like, yeah, huh? that was years ago. <laughs> I was 17. I'm And he was like, oh, he was like, yeah, that was just, that was crazy. That was all over the news. Everybody was talking about that shit. So once he started talking about it, everybody started chiming in saying, Oh, man, I remember that. That was you? Damn. You done got bad. Because <laughs> back then, I didn't have no titties. I didn't have no body. I had nothing. I was just up in geese. But I was I was cute. <laughs> I just went thick, ho-ass nigga. <laughs> so I was like... And nigga, I was cute, honey. And he was like, yeah. So one of the dudes was trying to get offer me some of his peppermint. <laughs> and then they was doing slams. Y'all know what slams are? Yeah, when
2: you rap and stuff,
0: right? No, 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 no. Slams is when you take they take their little commissary and mix them together like noodles and shit. Oh. They make like a little taco salad out of their shit. Was it and good? W- it looked like it would give you diabetes. <laughs> 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 it was a bunch of junk food. So anyway... All this shit started to happen. We end up talking and they start getting a little bit more comfortable and talking. Da, 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 da. My home girl gets released. Mm. They call her name to get released and I don't. Oh, bitch. So she goes out, get her coins together <laughs> and bail me out. So she gets released on Saturday night. I get released on Sunday, mm-hmm. Sunday morning. <laughs> so... It wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be, other than the humiliating part of you know that the shit the the officers, but the dudes once we told them you know once we once we start having a conversation with them, it just got they weren't tripping either they weren't yeah. tripping at all, so anyway, that's my story about going to jail. I haven't um I promised myself I'm not going anymore. <laughs> How long were you in there? um, I got in there saturday saturday night Mm -hmm. and um i left sunday afternoon like around 12
2: so just today
0: yeah not not a little bit less than a day yeah
1: Mm okay well me oh yeah you (laughs) did say you haven't i haven't either
2: i haven't but you know i've no you know
1: i always think about like when me and me getting altercations and stuff What people always be thinking about uh-uh. i wouldn't want her to go to jail i wouldn't know what happened if i went to jail but i'm pretty sure her outcome would be different than mine so i, I looked up some statistics and whatnot so on lamb it says that one out of six american trans people have been to prison. And one out of two black trans people have been incarcerated, so i can I can just imagine how much trauma a lot of these people go through. I'm sure that was kind of traumatic for you, yeah. Don, yeah. in a way, <laughs> so people that's that are- in real maximum security type of prisons, I'm sure it could be really scary, hard. yeah,
0: especially yeah. prison prison that was just yeah. county jail, right prison prison. They cut your hair off. Mm-hmm. They, Why,
2: though? That makes no sense to me. It's
0: a part of the punishment. Right. But they so, do it to everybody. It's not just Even you. women?
2: Every- like, cis women is what I mean. No. The,
0: at the boy prisons, not the women prisons.
2: You could still give it with a uh, Jada picky bitch. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so here it says, transgender people are more likely to be stopped and questioned by the police engage in survival crimes such as sex work, end up behind bars, and are more likely to face abuse behind bars. Many trans people are placed in solitary confinement for months or years just because of who we are. Mm
0: -hmm. Right.
1: So, um, there has been a, uh, like a a rights act that was passed in 2003. It's Mm -hmm. called the Prison Rape Elimination Act, uh, a.k.a. Priya. Um, However, this act nobody is conforming to it, basically. Mm. And you would think that California out of all of them all of those type of all of those states would be more progressive towards trans rights because they seem like a progressive state, but it's actually Delaware that follow about eighty percent of the act.
0: Yes. So, um, how is that even legal that you only can follow 80%? Right, of it? Well, right, okay.
1: and it, so it's just stuff that's like intake screening, um, like for people that are that identify as trans, just like, do are they doing it in a proper manner that is appropriate? In a lot of these places is no, Delaware is yes, Arizona is yes, and Um, Trans housing decisions must be made case by case. All of these say no, and Delaware says yes. You know, just basic stuff that could really prevent a lot of abuse these prisons Mm -hmm. are not following. And I saw, I came across a story. His name is Ricky Blue Sky. He's a Native American trans man. Um, He's currently incarcerated in California, and um, he's been in there since 1984 without um, parole, of any kind, and then he's been he's having been having good behavior for the past thirty five years, mm-hmm. and um, even his own attorney was discriminate was discriminating him. Um, basically, they were saying their argument was, "Hey, he lied about like he was basically charged for a murder, but there was no evidence against against him." Mm-hmm. So. Um, they were saying well he lies about his identity well, no she lies about her identity so she lied about this murder so lock her up basically and then he's been in there what? ever since yeah and the attorney was kind of like well that's that's <laughs> that's a valid point so but, it just they just uh, kind of threw
0: a, a fucking wow. mistrial or retrial based on my fucking attorney being incompetent or something right so I can
1: imagine how many trans men are erased? and you know in the prisons a lot a lot of the focus is on trans women so i feel mm-hmm. like i could just imagine how many trans men's identities are erased and these type of trials are just mm-hmm. put away you know what i mean so a I,
0: black version of that is kai peterson and we're going to mm-hmm. talk about in, that in a future episode right, but kai right. peterson is a uh, person who killed his rapist right and he's in jail now for that but we'll right. talk about that later wow.
1: Right. So and I'm just thinking, like, how would the placement, how would I want the placement? Like, say if I did something, I killed my rapist or if Mm -hmm. I, you know, had to protect me or something like that, Mm -hmm. how would I want to be placed? You know what I mean? So I just wanted to get y'all's intake on that. Like, how do y'all feel like trans people should be categorized as far as prison or incarceration?
2: Well, I had a small story, just a small one. I, I, Diamond, you probably know who I'm talking about. I just don't know mm-hmm. her name. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I believe she was in California and she was uh, she was in prison and she was getting raped repeatedly by one of the prison guards. Mm-hmm. And she would tell, but she didn't have any proof. So one day he he came in and he raped her and she kept the condom and mm-hmm. she was able to prove all those years that she was being raped by him mm-hmm. and um, they let her go and they gave her coins
3: mm-hmm.
2: i don't know her name This it a trans woman a trans woman
0: so this happened um T with queen of Jay did a story about a chick in rikers i think i think it was rikers i can't remember but a chick who did the same thing where officers uh, multiple officers were assaulting her mm-hmm. and so this is a this is another um parallel when it comes to cis women and trans women how we are marginalized in systems Mm -hmm. so both of the her story that you're talking about i can't remember her name i think i remember that story too Mm -hmm. Um, that story and the woman in the new york prison they're they parallel. They're like they nobody was believing them. They were being mm-hmm. assaulted and raped by these officers, mm-hmm. these COs in these prisons, and nobody believed them. They had to literally trick these niggas into getting recorded, into getting their condoms and their sperm, just to prove that, yo, this is this what's is happening, happening to, to me. me. And yeah. then understand that it and that was just luck. Somebody yeah. could have threw that condom away mm-hmm. once she told that this is I got proof of this. Once she told. Another one of my homegirls here in Houston, she was like, "Niggas, COs would force her to suck their dicks in closets and shit."
2: In Houston. In
0: Houston, not in, it's, it's a prison in Texas, but mm. she's my friend. She lives in Houston, and she was like, you know, I would. She got locked up, and she was like, "These niggas will catch her somewhere and force her to do sex acts, or they was gonna violate her, or add, excuse me, add more time to her sentence." Or, get, or make up some Trump-ass bullshit that she did. Plant some contraband in her fucking, um, in a room. Or, you know, just set yeah. her up if she don't do these sexual acts. Damn. Then she said that they would let niggas, let the inmates rape her. Oh. Like, they would catch her, like, put, she would, they wow. would tell her to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then let, like, they would, niggas would pay them to get her by herself, and they would the officers would let like basically pimping her out by yeah. force. The officer would let the inmates rape her.
2: Oh my god!
0: Like tell her to go go to get this broom out of this closet, and then boom, an inmate is in the closet with you, and mm-hmm. you and then you get raped by this person, and they don't got paid by the by the inmates or by whatever, and she's being raped because mm-hmm. you're pimping her out. Um, so mm-hmm. she she and but then she said. She said they wanted me to go when I would try to tell it. They wanted, they asked me to decide if I wanted to go in. I get, I only know the shoe because mm-hmm. of Orchards of New Black. Yeah. They call it the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever the solitary confinement is, she said they would, they said they offered her to go in there. But who the fuck want to be in a fucking dark ass room yeah. by yourself?
3: Yeah.
1: She
0: was like, you make your cho- you choose you're making me choose between being going nuts in a fucking cage by myself mm-hmm. with nothing mm-hmm. or out here in free in the freedom of the population. And so it she just was like it was just horrible. She was so happy when she the fuck when she got out. And this was she this is not no fucking criminal. She wasn't a criminal in regards to um, no violent crime criminal. Mm-hmm. She was on some forgery shit. <laughs> writing bad checks and Witchcraft. shit like that. Crafting. So she's not in here. She's Most likely to get surgeries too. Exactly. Right. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. So in order to get these surgeries, in order to survive, to get rent, to whatever, she's doing these things and it wasn't some violent shit. And now she's being sus It was it's Subjected really fucking cruel, them. cruel, unusual punishment. Cause this right. is even a regular fucking cis man is not going through this in right. prison. Mm-hmm. Some but especially if they queer mm-hmm. some but not every it's just not the, it's just not fair to and they me.
2: normalize it mm-hmm. because they do that with they do that with cis women and that and that mm-hmm. and that shows you why trans women should not be with men but then you got some some women who will argue oh that's a man especially if they have a if they don't have a sex change what if or they even lie if they don't have a sex
0: change what if they lie and
1: say they're a tranny and then try to rape me and
0: yeah, bullshit. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know. I just uh I don't know. so let me think. I don't. I wouldn't want to be with. This is just my own selfish, <laughs> my own petty selfish shit. I don't know if I was to be cl- myself. I, let as a community as a whole, I would classify them. I would want them to be in. I feel like they should have a queer prison, right? I was just about with to say queer that. folks. I don't know, I, I, but then that's kind of weird it's too. A lot. I don't know. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, or maybe our own section, our own section of the women's prison. Yeah, yeah. I could see that.
2: That's sickening.
0: I could see that, but for me, <laughs> I would be with the drag. <laughs> I don't know. I would feel like I would. I would have a better time in prison. If I was <laughs> with the trans, that's how I feel. If I was in the prison, But you want me to be honest? With the boys, and
2: y'all don't judge me, okay? So I always like, I was always like, you know what? If they gon' if they gon' put a bitch with the niggas, I'ma make sure I get cool with the nigga that's in charge of all the niggas. Like,
0: <laughs> so. but what if you're not in the trans? Mm. You gotta pick somebody else. <laughs> that's see, not in I charge I of the boys. <laughs> see, me
1: on the other hand, I'm. Because I've been raised by women mostly and um, been around women, I'm just more comfortable with men. Yeah, I date women. Well,
0: and, you know, men are predators. I feel like <laughs> you'll be safe as a person, but I feel like I wouldn't have no fun. Yeah. I,
1: so <laughs> I feel like I would be more, as far as comfort, I want to be in a women's prison. But what about?
0: The but officers? then we just Is talk about the yeah. officers raping the women. True. True. And then look at them looking at you. Oh, you just, you just oh. a woman that want to be a man. And if you get fucked right, well, I guess I'll be in
1: there forever because I'm wear them out. Yeah. Just kill them, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm That's what we all say. Or I'll be in solitary de- my, depending on, or I'll just, I don't know, because in prison, in prison, yeah, in regiment. prison, you're just a slave to society. Like, They, you just kind of put on the back burner. Like nobody would want to really hear you out, other than the people outside that love you, or the people inside that love you. So it's kind of just hard to beat once you're in. Yeah. So that's just how it's set up. So. Ah, that's why it's important that we get our rights on the outside, so we can have access to surgeries and don't be discriminated on the outside. So we don't have to do all this witchcraft and be discriminated against. Where we have to kill people to protect and ourselves. Witchcraft.
0: When we say witchcraft, we don't mean um like the way the yeah, Bible not says. actual witch witchcraft. Of- that's just a that's a um that's a slang term in our culture for like doing stunts and writing bad chicks and and doing yeah. criminal things. <laughs> Forgery. Embezzlement, forgery—that's okay. what we're. That's right. what uh, credit card fraud, shit like that. We call that witchcraft. Those right. girls. But if Crafty. I was to
1: be realistic, I would just say that I would not mind going to a men's prison if I was along, like. With other trans men or other people that were I don't know. I just don't think you're safer. It safe. depends on no if I have a sex prison you go
2: to.
0: Yeah, you think now no, I think you're safer at a women's prison. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You got male different. COs and male inmates that you gotta battle against. Whereas over yeah. in the women's prison you just got ain't I ain't heard about no women. Uh yes I have. But I. it's very rare. I've heard about the COs, the officers doing shit. Yeah. And that'll change the dynamic for me. It'll change if I'm just worried about the officer and not the inmates too. Yeah. So I right got to worry sure. about a chick fucking me. <laughs> right. And i don't want them to fuck me. Now, I've heard people getting chicks, raping chicks with broomsticks yeah. and shit. But it's really rare.
1: So, right now, do y'all think the basing it on genitalia is fair? Like, should it continue to be I that way? I honestly
2: don't know what to think, because, like, how <laughs> do you make it right? Like, how do you I make it where it, you're not like, I separating? Think trans
0: women...
1: They could be in gen pop, like, general population with cis women. Do you feel like if they have a sex change?
0: Oh, they... they well, now the they go to women's prisons when they have sex changes. Right, 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 yeah. right.
1: So, like... Say the the trans women that don't have sex change, they should be in another section.
0: I think they should be in their own section of the female prison. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I could see that, but
1: still okay. in the, the women's, women's prison.
0: I, I right, I would. I, that would be a solution for me. I would understand that. Um, mm-hmm.
2: I think the worst treatment for me would be because I'm sure you deny me my hormones.
0: Oh yeah, but they
2: really don't though.
0: They Yeah, give me your
2: hormones. Mm.
0: Some places I've heard
2: some places they pay it like
0: if you have if you don't have a medical um if you don't if you're not okay so this is how it works some places everybody every place is different but most places if you already are getting prescribed hormones mm-hmm. on the outs you can transfer your medication like mm-hmm. any other kind of medication because you've actually
1: been diagnosed right
0: yeah. if you've already by a legitimate doctor being prescribed this medicine you can continue to get it oh so it's like if you needed insulin Mm-hmm. You can still get it in because the prison it because it was already prescribed.
2: Legally. But Legally. I'm pretty right. sure
1: even some like trans women that don't have a sex change, I'm pretty sure a lot of the cis women would sexualize y'all as well. So I mean, yeah, it's I'm not sure even it that. Can,
0: but there's a difference between being sexualized and a motherfucker <laughs> trying to rape you. Uh, <laughs> I just I just think it will, I would be more comfortable in the women. <laughs> I would not not comfortable. No. I would be more comfortable in the men's prison. <laughs> but I would be. I feel like I would be safer in the yeah. women's prison, but I feel like I could navigate. See, I would the be more of the men's prison.
1: <laughs> I'd be more because, comfortable and safer in a women's prison. And you, that
2: see, Diamond, you were saying yeah, that, I can see that. that yeah. okay, Z would be more comfortable. Is it because he doesn't have a sex change in a women's prison? And I'm just like, telling you how said- I would,
0: and I feel like I would have more fun <laughs> in the men's prison. I feel like that. i've lived in a group home with boys i've lived in um places with boys and i feel like i have the intelligence i'm not going to be able to control every situation i am Mm -hmm. so do i think something might happen to me yes but i i feel like i could play that system well Mm -hmm. i feel like i could play the system well and get cool with people and um you know, I prostitute myself out to be in a comfortable situation. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I just, you know, I, would, I, I feel like I can Use what I got I to get what I want. <laughs> and my self-care is sex. I feel like, you know, you can have some nasty raw sex in jail because you uh, know who got... Uh, l- 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 let me keep it real. What? You know who got any kind of situations because <laughs> if they got the situation they go in a different they go to the medical unit. Mm. So if we are clean, if you clean, you go to the clean unit. So see, uh-huh. you know the no. dicks is clean in this side so you can wear <laughs> it out.
1: Oh, I see her everything <laughs> with her is just sexual. Okay. Um
0: Well that's a work. part of my self-care. That's a part of, you know, whether this am I gonna be locked in the women's prison and not get my life at all for years, or I'm gonna be in the men's prisons where you know, I could get some kind of fun.
1: But what if you end up liking <laughs> yeah. vagina? Yeah. What
0: happens? So, uh, so, liking <laughs> vagina. I, do, I think liking, liking vagina.
1: It is different. It's going to be. Yeah. Some,
0: even if I like it, it's not going to take away my attraction to masculinity right, and right, attraction right. to penis. Right, right, right. I right, feel right. like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I like it, but. It's just mm-hmm. going to be different. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and I'd much rather be over here. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. Okay. You know, but I do feel like I'll be safer. Bored as fuck, but safer as <laughs> a Anyway, go on, let's go to the next subject. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the, the next topic for us is
2: childbirth now what kind of childbirth we're not going to specifically talk about trans women on this topic we're going to co- include our cis sisters as well um and C- our trans, trans men uh-huh. and um okay so in ohio they've come up with a procedure where i uh, won't well, it's kind of in the testing stage but mm. where um they can they can give somebody that wants to have a child a uterus but they have to give you this uh this medication to where you don't reject it so you're mm-hmm. taking this medication where you don't reject the the uterus right and you can be able to have a baby and then once you're done they take the uterus out or you know everything that you need in order to have the baby and um this is it's, it's in the trial stages but one of the interesting things to me was they were saying that you know, it's a part of like it's, a, it's sometimes it's a deep part of womanhood. Like uh, some women were saying, you know, I just I want to I want to go through my ankles being swollen. I want to go through feeling the baby kick and I want to go through all uh uh, uh morning sickness and right. all that. Shit. So this I'd- would
0: be per- a perfect for procedure for somebody who, this woman who is sterile, who, mm-hmm. who hmm. you know, having complications with having a baby on her own.
2: Mm -hmm. And they're saying that it can be implemented with trans women. I just don't want to be. I don't want to be the guinea pig. Like I want you to like test it. Like (laughs) (laughs) that's what a lot of us are right now, though. (laughs) I
1: know that's real. A lot of us are guinea pigs right now. It's kind of like they're studying how we react to hormones. Yeah, your sex change.
0: The current state Mm -hmm. of a sex change Mm -hmm. right now is a guinea pig. Right. It's not to the level supposed to be even right now. But I feel you. I don't want to be the test out girl. girl. Perfected and then I'm ready.
2: You
0: know, <laughs> but then, how old are you going to be when, by the time it's perfected?
2: I, mean, I right. might be 61, but this bitch is popping out babies at 61. That's true. <laughs> <So,
0: laughs> Have babies older yes. older.
2: So, uh, my question mm. is, um, as a trans, with you, Z, as a trans man, um, how do you feel about um Childbirth as a tra- uh, as a trans man. That's well, my question to you. And then Diamond, you next.
1: Okay. Well, it is something I do want to do. Um It's something I've always kind of wanted to do. But mm-hmm. because I have a lot of dysphoria, well, not really anymore. But when I did, at the time, I would kind of just let it go. But mm, I don't, I don't have anything against it. The only thing for me is to be off hormones that long.
2: Mm-hmm. I have to
1: be off for a while to be able to be fertile again, fully fertile. And have, you know, uh, administration, and then be off another nine months. To have the baby in my stomach and it'd be healthy. And then that's the main part for me. But I don't shun anybody. It doesn't make you less of a man if you want to have a baby and, you know, be pregnant. That's
2: I mean, I but you can it. always get inseminated. You know, it's only $300. You know, they just put the stuff together, boom. And then you have to get off the of hormones.
1: Now, I feel like that's a waste of money. But. Well, you
2: just, you just <laughs> saying you don't want to be off of hormones for that long. So, you know, you can't chop that in half. And, you know, just be off of hormones while you're pregnant.
1: I mean, either way, I still would have to be off, off, I feel like.
2: (laughs) Okay. I don't
1: know. I don't know how it works. Honestly, I would have to be in the process to know. Yeah, You know.
2: Okay. So my question for you, Diamond, is, um, say, for instance, boom, they came out with the surgery that you can have a baby, and you met the love of your life, and they said, well, you know, Let's make it happen. The surgery is complete. I want you to have a baby. What would you do? Um,
0: first of all, I don't have to wait for the love of my life. If, if there's a, a surgery for me to have a baby, I will make enough money where I can afford to take care of my baby on my own. So I don't need no fuck ass nigga to, to have no fucking baby. So, <laughs> so I can have my baby on my own. So, mm-hmm. but if I did, um, I would be down for it. I think that is what is the um. The problem with a sex change for me now, Mm -hmm. I think that's the problem with it. I think the problem is, like I have explained on previous shows, I feel like the sex change is like having a motorcycle. If you want to be a biker, and it's a Mm -hmm. motorcycle, and they say, oh, it's a motorcycle, and it'll be technically a bike, but it just doesn't have an engine to ride. Mm -hmm. And so... It's like it's just does it's just there for aesthetic purposes. You can just sit this in your, your yard, and you'd be technically a bike a biker, like technically a motorcycle owner. But <laughs> it's just there for aesthetics. It's just there to sit in your yard so people can think that it's just a regular bike. But you're not gonna actually get on the road with it. It's not gonna do all the things that a bike does, and so.
1: Uh, so and some people that could cause more dysphoria because it wouldn't function, mm-hmm. you know. Like, but then again, I think about the people, not everything functions the same, but mm-hmm. then there is a difference
0: at Absolutely. the end of the day. And for me, we you just said that I make everything sexual, so <laughs> it's, it's, it re, it's really really important. Sexual, my sex life is important to me, mm-hmm. so I don't, it's too many variables. What yeah. if I get? I'm getting this sex change, and then I'm cutting my PP off. I'm cutting my bowels off. I'm cutting all this stuff off, and I'm gonna not want to have sex no more mm. because of my chemical is the chemical is gonna change. Mm. My chemical makeup is gonna change, so I'm not gonna be as horny as I was previously.
1: That's something I looked forward to, like when I not got being hormones horny
0: or being more horny.
1: Uh, yeah, being hornier. Right, exactly. I was prepared. Yes. I like that feeling. So,
0: <laughs> y'all are tripping? I be over it. How is it gonna change <laughs> my? able to get off like you mm. you're you're taking part of my head and inter- head and turn it into a click mm. how is it gonna change my ability to get off because my homegirl said it makes her not she says she can feel like she's about to get off like when mm. she's playing with her stuff her sex chain pussy mm-hmm. she can feel the good feeling there's some sensation mm. but it all it feels like you're just constantly jacking off you don't actually ejaculate oh and she's doing it to herself so it's like if she knows what feels good to make it feel right, but she can't actually ejaculate. It just feels good. Like, she can feel the feeling. That's so kind
1: of how it is with a clip, but then I can come. But it's kind of like, it just like, if you're just rubbing it, it's kind of like, okay. But then, I don't know.
2: See, because you... <laughs> I've heard some girls but like Diamond said I remember Diamond said one time, Bitch, is the sex change gonna tell you that their pussy is bad? I mean, no, I've heard some girls say I sun can sun have or internal tra- uh orgasms.
0: Multiple orgasms. Yeah. So they say this stuff, but it just yeah. is it may not be where it needs to be for me and that's what it is. So if you have a so if the if you create a vagina that can have a baby mm that would be worth it. You see what I'm saying? See? Like, even if I couldn't come no more, the fact that it can have a baby, that's that takes it to that level where, ooh, this is worth it. This is no longer, it's not just a hole no more. (laughs) I can actually create life in this motherfucker. Oh, (laughs) fuck a sex. Let me just get, let me create some babies. Let me get a welfare. Become a welfare (laughs) queen with five babies. No, that's not
1: what we're gonna do. (laughs) That's what I would do. (laughs) But what chain? I
0: forgot. I I forgot. How many stamps is three
2: kids? (laughs) I know Tessa get like seven hundred. That's what I'm talking about. The
0: fridge of me, motherfucking Um, popping. I'm Ah, not fooling with (laughs) y'all.
1: But that's probably how Black China felt. But (laughs) anyway, my girl. (laughs) Yeah. What I felt about what changed my narrative on pregnancy. Um, I forgot this part. Um this this girl I was talking to about pregnancy because I'm interested in it. She said what made her feel even better about pregnancy was that she could protect the child in a way that no one else can. Mm. So I was like that would be very life-changing for me to be able to feel that way. So that's when I was like okay, yes. It is for me. When I mm. when I really thought about that aspect, I was like yes. I'm I'm all in for it.
0: Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm down with it. I think I'm a um No, not in a humble i'm trying to be humble but oh well um i feel like i'm a great person i feel Mm -hmm. like um i would be a great parent i feel like Mm -hmm. um i'll be you know i just feel like i'll be a great parent so the opportunity for that that is a very that's what if you can create a vagina on my body that creates life even if it's eliminated me having great orgasms ever in my life that would make it worth it yeah. becoming a parent would make it worth it for me <sighs> yeah i would like it that's
2: interesting that <laughs> yeah. you said that because you're saying that you said that part of your healing is sex yeah but so to, have, to be I, able to say oh you know i would give all that up for my baby yeah. this is beautiful
0: yeah i would that would make it worth it just having a whole just being there no that's not worth it that's not worth that 30 <laughs> Forty thousand dollars? no mm-hmm. that's not worth that but yeah. being able to make up create life and that oh that's powerful mm-hmm. yeah I, that would be worth it that would be worth that 30 40 20k
1: what about you though mia would you go through with that
2: no because um first of all i'm i'm very plastic surgery fish so um, I'm going to want a, a C section. Well, I'm going to want a, a C section because I'm not going to push it out. And then <sighs> I want you to be able to give me the um, tummy tuck and the lipo like right after the baby comes out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you wear it again. Like okay. So you Yeah. She's
1: <laughs> trying
2: to. Put it back. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: We see what
0: she as it should be. Exactly. <laughs> Where, uh, the snapback is real, baby. As it should be.
1: So that's the reason why you wouldn't carry a towel.
2: Um. Okay. Well, I was being funny, but no, but I was kind of serious too. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. I mean, I would love to feel that feeling and stuff, but honestly. I- because i'm i'm a realist and i believe that god god made my body a different type of way i just feel like if i played with that it could like like really be potentially dangerous and what i want to give and every my surgery life for is that? dangerous yeah like what i want to give my life for that like do i want to die at childbirth
0: because this women die at, yes. at, at higher rates than we think.
2: Yeah. I mean, even <laughs> I could
1: di- die at childbirth, yeah. though, babe. Yeah. So. But, was,
2: but you're, I'm at a, at a bigger risk than you would be because my body wasn't intentionally made to carry children.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. Hmm. No shame. That's true. Yeah, because our hips, well, female body people. Well, we would have to. Hips we and. We would have
0: to do a C-section. Yeah. C-section. Yeah.
1: Yeah, true. Like female body people's hips are wide to be childbearing. Not yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I perfect. used to have a lot of lower body. I but. used to. But it just went away, thank God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like, I think it's amazing that science, as usual, doctors and science are really pushing the envelope. I think mm-hmm. that's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: For, I think, I think they should try it with the cis girls first that can have children. See how mm-hmm. that goes. Then implement the trans women that want to be guinea pigs. And be, oh, that was country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was you so from Waco, country. Texas, <laughs> bitch. Just
0: let it ride. <laughs>
2: <laughs> guinea pigs. guinea pigs and see how that goes and you know once like a hundred or two hundred of you know about a thousand bitches to have babies and that's how i'm like okay you know i could do it but like mm, i'm not finna be with the first ten
1: yeah that's how i feel about phalloplasty right now i'm like i'm like okay yeah metoidioplasty sounds cool it's just a clitoral release. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, that sounds cool. But because phalloplasty is still kind of fairly new, I'm like, "Mm." but it's something that I do. I do want a sex change because I would like to stand up. I don't have to have a sex change to stand up to pee, but I would like to just feel something between my legs. But the reason why I'm not really pushing on changing my body is because I know for one, I'm still young and for two, I'm still early in my transition. And for three, I would like a child for myself.
2: So Okay, and we talked about this, babe, because I know you're very big on the and just child like child development, and that's why you know you said your your sister um, she breastfed all the way until your your niece was two or one. How old she was? How old was she when your sister stopped breastfeeding?
1: Mm, she was about one.
2: One, mm-hmm. and so you said that was mm-hmm. something that was really important with you, but I know that part of your dysphoria and is like you know having your chest surgery, so like like is that something because we talked about on the podcast before hey you know did mm. you know that was one of the surgeries that you really wanted mm. so and i do also know that you want to be a, i know you would be a great dad so i know that that's something that you will want to implement you will probably want to breastfeed so yeah. like would you wait until <laughs> after or could you like because uh. like after the surgery they say that you can have um, you can breastfeed. Some trans men right. are, are able yeah. to breastfeed after the surgery, but like.
1: I'm still, I'm honestly still on the ropes. I can't give a definite answer, but because my chest bothers me so much and it's a small chest and I just think about how much it would, it wouldn't affect me if I, you know, build, built my body. Like, Mm -hmm. to where I want it to be, like, as far as growing muscle and making it more, quote, unquote, masculinized. Mm -hmm. I feel like I would have less dysphoria around it because it's a lot of cis men that be unbothered by gynecomastia they be so unbothered that nobody questioned their manhood. they be, like, just the other day I went to the gym with no binder on and nobody was acting weird about it. So as I, as I do these things, like, as far as going to pride shirtless, I do these for a reason. I do these things for a reason to test on how it makes me feel and try to build my self-confidence. So maybe if I could push it back to have the kid and breastfeed naturally. So it's like I, I have a lot of this for it, but I'm still on the ropes about it right now. I mean, mm-hmm. how
2: old do you want to be when you have children?
1: I still want to be kind of young. I still want to be like at least late, late twenties or mid. And,
2: you know, I'm gonna be an old bitch. I'm gonna be like
1: thirty. <laughs> no, I'm you're b- not. Beyonce had her first baby at thirty. I'm not trying to compare. And you to no shade. <laughs> but you
2: know, oh, Diamond just looking at me like, really, bitch? I'm just really, girl? I'm oh,
1: just listening.
2: Oh. <laughs> I can't wait to be an auntie. <laughs> <laughs> No, but so. I'm saying that I don't mean like be older having a child. I'm saying like, like in high school when they in high school, I'm gonna be gray.
0: No, but it's what the thing that, that I asked my have mom. my baby, bitch. Who cares? Yeah, yeah I asked, asked my, my mom well, after every motherfucker done told you you ain't gonna have no fucking kids. You got one. Truth Beautiful.
1: Yeah, my yeah. mom had me at like 35 or something like that, mm-hmm. and so her she says as an older parent, like in having young kids, like as an older person of, you know, about to go through menopause and stuff, and having kids still that young, it, you could have a lot of like, you will be really impatient. But she said having a kid older is is better because you're more financially secure and know what you want more in life. And at the same time, you are kind of patient. So it's like I don't really care about age. It's kind of like I know that the more time goes on, the less likely of um, the less likely I will be fertile. And that's even with cis women, mm-hmm. you know, the older right. they get. So, and then as a trans men, of eggs. right. And then <laughs> as a trans <laughs> man on hormones, the, I'm pretty sure it gets slimmer. So mm-hmm. it's something that I'm kind of just like, I'm, I'm not in a rush about, but it's something that I do consider. a so lot. I'm definitely There's a, a biological
2: clock. I'm definitely in a rush, so I'm thinking about in the next like six months so we can go ahead and uh, try to make this happen. Girl, now, I'm, ju- I, I'm just joking. You look at Dummy's face. I need Why a good
1: paying job with <laughs> a lot of benefits that brings me a lot of coins. I'm so. just that was just
2: a joke. Can, you, never just, you, never just,
0: just, you never know. You never know. There'd yeah. no be surprises people have, yeah. No any no,
2: listen, I don't let me do I some pickle,
0: let me do some witchcraft. Yeah,
1: no one is prepared <laughs> for a child. You yeah, can you try to know. be prepared as much as you want, but I think it's worth it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's like my sister had her first baby at 19 and mm-hmm. she doesn't regret a thing about it, mm-hmm. yeah. so it depends no on else. your perspective.
0: Yep. La, 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 Hey, but my topic is not gonna go long. It's really short. Um so I wanna talk about fat black women and how they have always been synonymous with excellence. Mm-hmm. Right or wrong. Right. Wrong. Right. So as we have as we know, Aretha motherfucking Franklin. The legend, legendary queen of soul passed away at 76. And I think I just want to honor fat black women who in my life, who has been, you know, like I said, they've been synonymous synonymous with excellence. No, I know that there's this fucking, um, you know, tropes and stereotypes where, you know, they're mammies and, um, you know, Uh, shit like that but they always have been that girl in my eyes in my family and in what the people that I live for Mm -hmm. um, from and in every culture that I'm a part of I remember um, Aretha she's always been a fat black woman and she's always been the queen of soul she always have been Mm -hmm. the pinnacle of Artist when it comes to music and singing, she's always been one of the people that everybody could agree. Like Michael Jackson being Mm -hmm. the one of the greatest entertainers, Mm -hmm. Aretha was seen as the queen of soul. She is the she is what everybody aspired to, from white artists to black artists to all types of people um, respect her respect her genius when it comes to music. Mm -hmm. She took boring ass fucking Amazing Grace boring ass amazing grace <laughs> it's boring Boots. down and turned it into a fucking gospel classic mm-hmm. it was amazing her version of it it was one of the best selling gospel albums in history that's what's so we also can't forget that she also was a woman that would stay with her back fat out with her titties sagging in the on this pedestal of excellence not giving a fuck about what y'all think about her body honey when it comes to um other people like Nell Carter, I don't know if y'all know, she might be out of y'all um age range, but Nell Carter used to be an actress. She passed away, but she was a Tony Award winning actress. She had a little show back in the eighties called um Give Me a Break, and she was somebody who, in my younger years, I would look be like, this is a funny fat black woman who was smart because I would see her mm-hmm. in other things. And she was smart. She was Tony Award winning. She did um, a play called um, Ain't Misbehaving." She could sing. She did hair, mm-hmm. the movie Hair. She just was amazing. Then I get a little bit older and I get into the gay community. Mm-hmm. A fat black woman mm-hmm. <laughs> who was amazing in the gay community is fucking Marsha Singer was Marsha Walsh. Martha Walsh, I'm sorry. Martha Walsh if you don't, in the 90s, she is a girl who, any of them 90s song, like, um, Everybody break down Everybody Come on, let's sweat Baby Let the music take control
3: Let the rhythm move
0: you Sweat Sweat Let the music take control let the rhythm move you. All songs like that. She just was super popular and it just made it was a fucking movement in the 90s for Martha Watch to be on every fucking song, but they played her. Mm. They put skinny bitches in the videos instead of her, but used her voice. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Multiple people used her. CC Music Factory. Multiple people. Multiple people used her voice, but because she was fat and black, they was like, mm, "You you don't go with the aesthetic that we're going oh. for. So we're just gonna use your voice. Very and Jennifer then we're husband. gonna put we're gonna put some skinny bitches in the video, and you're not gonna be anywhere in sight." Mm. Now, she sued these motherfuckers and she won and got her coins. (laughs) But that was the reason why they was playing her because she was a fat black woman and she didn't give the fucking Eurocentric white ass fucking look to be bony fucking real. Oh, it's a rattlesnake skinny. Ain't nobody looking for that fucking shit. Mm. And so, but you want to use her fat black ass voice instead. So she she has been a staple in the gay community and making music for all of us to listen to. For years and years and years and years. So, these are only small examples. But, I remember this quote. So, I'm going to read it to y'all. From um, Alexis Pauline Gum. So, I want y'all to listen to this. If you think you would have survived without the love of a black woman, you are fucking wrong. If you say it, you are lying. If you have blocked them out of your memory, this is because you do not want to know the meaning of necessary. You have failed them at the same moment you have failed yourself and the planet. Which is every moment. (laughs) Say it again. It's every moment. Say the name of a fat black woman who has processed your paperwork, who has fed you, who has cleaned up after your ass, because we know a lot of fat black women because how this fucking country is set up. We know a lot of fat black women are doing Low-level jobs, mm-hmm. like um, being your nanny.
2: Janitor. Being
0: right. your janitor. My gay mom, her mom worked at a janitor till she was
2: 63. Mm-hmm. Um, nurses, Nurses,
0: maids. maids, all kinds of shit like that. Well,
2: nurses, they, is, that's a yeah, cute position.
0: That's a but, cute position. Oh, hospice care, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. They've done these jobs that the white motherfuckers don't want to do, that they look mm-hmm. down on. And they've done like, that, um, that. Kitchen serving. Kitchen serve. All kinds of yeah. shit like that. They do these low level worker labor works. And these are the things that keep the world going. Mm. Yes. So that it's really, really important that mm-hmm. we we celebrate women in regards to that. So let yes. me continue. You are a mess and you are allowed to be a mess because of the work of black women. <laughs> White women listen to that. <laughs> you are a mess. Tune in. <laughs> And you are allowed to be a mess because of the work of black women. Tune in. Even if you are a fat black woman yourself, if you don't, if you're not recognizing the contributions of fat black women, you are lying to yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am.
0: It's a failure. It's a lie from the devil. It will never work. It is killing us all. Mm-hmm. How many statues of fat black women does the from the ancients do we have to uncover or dig up? To understand what God looks like. Everything, Mm -hmm. if you listen to, I was watching this um, documentary called The Ascent of Women on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And it talks about pre-Christianity, pre-any kind of Abrahamic religion like Muslim and da-da-da-da-da. And the religions and cultures prior to that, when they dig up their artifacts, all their gods were big and fat. Mm-hmm, Buddha. <laughs> no, no, no. This is prior to them. Oh,
2: okay.
0: All their guys were female and fat because we know life comes from females. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's just how it is. So, um, and all the artifacts tells us, hey, this is what, if, if there's, we are the cradle. Black women are the cradle of the fucking earth. Black cis women are the cradle of the fucking earth. Like, this is where humanity <laughs> comes from. End of story. So that every motherfucker beyond, outside, that is the beginning. Anything that came from us, baby, you owe us something. (laughs) So how many times do fat black women have to save your life in a song? A.k.a. Aretha Franklin. (laughs) What are you paying attention to? When you look at fat black women that have contributed so much to us, look at how they treated Monique. Mm. Mm-hmm. Look at how they treated black women after we fucking were in slavery, um, suckling their fucking kids, nursing their fucking kids. I feel like the disrespect to women, and we I'm talking I'm talking about fat black women because there's a certain the the mammy trope there's a certain Mm. level indifference that comes with a fat black woman there's a whole trope that oprah another fat black woman who changed the face of this fucking earth when it comes to culture that's another one exactly um i think there's a special disdain for white america there's a special disdain that white america has for fat black women Mm, because it's that. the it's the total opposite of what is acceptable in beauty mm-hmm. so why do you never see the god in yourself why do you never see a black woman in yourself and your connection to her you are damned by the hatred of fat black women and no part of you could ever live without them this is why the universe huge big black and unfolding and expansive shakes and shakes her head. You fools, you are wasteful fools. And this is um from M. Archive, After the End of the World by Alexis Paul Gums. So I think it's really, really important that we acknowledge that Aretha Franklin has been throughout my whole life a fat black woman that I know of. And she has been synonymous with the excellence of her genius and her voice, so we have constantly seen examples of excellent, in fat, fat black women, but we are not treating them how they should. Be how treated. they should be treated. We're not seeing. Um, we're not seeing them get get the same respect as other people. Um, even, th- of course, because of her genius, she got the respect. But I'm talking about people that looked like her. Mm -hmm. when we see people that look big and black like aretha franklin we got to understand that all of us have benefited from the backs of these black these women Mm -hmm. and we have to respect Mm -hmm. them um we can't just respect them just because they are genius Mm -hmm. or respect them only when we are using them for their genius Mm -hmm. so i wanted to kind of point that out and to show all of our fat black girls on our show that's listening to our show. I want to tell you that we love you here in Play. We respect you and we acknowledge your place in the world. We acknowledge you as our Queens and we ain't on the fucking hotel. Shit. Not at all. On some real shit. Not at all. We we, here. We love you. We appreciate you. We love your size. I'm a fat black girl. (laughs) It ain't no, it ain't no way around that. Understand that we appreciate you here. We know what you have sacrificed. We know what you have given. And we know that you need rest. We know that you need a break. We know that you have given enough. And we appreciate you. And we want to do whatever we can to give you that rest. So, thank you, Aretha Aretha Franklin, for um, blessing us, our undeserving fucking self, with your genius. Mm -hmm. And all the genius fat black girls out there, Continue doing whatever work you feel is mm-hmm. <laughs> powerful. You don't have to do it. We know you don't. But if you do and you're giving it freely, thank you. We appreciate you. So yeah. that's all I wanted to say in my subject. Have you guys, what are some of the fat black women that have shaped your life? My big mama. The name says it all. <laughs> Everybody got <laughs> <them>. <laughs> Yeah. Who's your big mama? Your um,
1: grandmother? Yeah, 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 even though she has a lot of kids, had a lot of juggle, had a lot of grandkids, oh, oh my God. gosh, so many fucking kids everywhere. Nonetheless, she's never been like, you fucking fag, or nothing like that, or was never, she'll be say some stuff like, I sure love how you used to wear your hair. Remember I used to do your hair? (laughs) And, you know, stuff like that. But, yeah, she definitely has shaped my life. Like, she made it, she showed me how to respect people, how to be respectful, how to carry myself and take care of myself. She used to be like, you in that tub. You know, like, (laughs) she used to make sure that I was bathed and that my hair looked nice and, you know, all of that and that I was taken care of.
0: So, mm, Amen. So shout out to the fat black girls. We love y'all. Yeah, yes. Have a good night. <laughs> good night. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all.
2: And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out.
1: You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com.
0: And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Yeah?
2: Oh, bye, y'all.
0: Oh. <laughs> 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 Every little thing's gonna be all, right. Every oh, all right. don't you worry about a thing. <laughs>